Yeah, usually I was so um, such a maverick that they said, "You're you're out of here, lady." My mom, the maverick, in the most unSarah Palin of ways. <laughs> okay, well, your question is what? Yes, that's my mom, and I am her daughter, Rebecca Garza Bortman, and with our powers combined, we are the Mavericks behind advice for mom. On this show, we take a letter from a listener like you, and then we find amazing motherly voices to answer their cacaws of advice. What's a cacaw? Ask any crow. Today's letter comes from a listener who signs her name, boss and daughter. And it's about working with a family member. And my mom loves a good family question. Mama, why do you love questions about family so much? Well, they're so relevant. You know, everybody's got one, and it's it's never easy. You know, everybody says, oh, let me tell you about the, the craziness in my family. You know, and I come from a big family. I don't know if that has any influence, maybe. Six Kabinsky siblings. <laughs> Say that six times fast. Probably mostly it was um, the training I got in doing family therapy my trainers were geniuses. They were so they were just so good at what they did, and they were so pioneer. And that really, I, I guess, I'll always have that love of it. I guess this is a good time to add that my mom is the one and only. I don't think there's anyone else with this name, Doctor Elizabeth Skabinski Bortman, hence the Skabinski tongue twister. I just want you to know that she took that family therapy training, and she used it. She used it good. She's been working with families and couples as a therapist and psychologist for over 35 years in the beautiful green suburbs of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And those years of experience make her very well equipped to give you advice, boss and daughter, which you're going to hear very soon. After that, you're going to hear me give my mom what she is never fully prepared for, which is an extremely tough time about her advice in a segment that we like to call Mother Daughter Pickleball. In honor of my mama's favorite sport. And to really do your question justice, we think you need to hear some stories from someone who has also worked with her family for many years and on many stages. That's right. You are getting advice from a pop star. Hold on to those sparkly boots, because this podcast is for informational purposes only. It's not intended for diagnosis or treatment of any medical or psychological conditions, and all treatment decisions should be made in partnership with the health professional. Okay. Stage lights, please. And now, here is this week's question. Dear Mama B. Five years ago, without any experience starting a company or running a restaurant... My mom and I decided to start a business around our shared passion for Vietnamese food. We've had super rewarding highs and extremely frustrating lows, building a restaurant together. We never give up, we never complain, and we always try our best to support each other with the purest intentions for the good of our business. In many ways, turning my passion into a business has opened huge doors and created opportunities that I never thought possible with my previous career working in statistics. I have chosen to deeply invest in my business and to not create clear work boundaries. 
my time isn't really a priority. In that way, I find myself working long 14 to 16 hour days for weeks at a time. It's also been interesting to suddenly find myself in a working relationship with my mom. As a kid, our relationship had always been strictly mother-daughter. But as I've gotten older, I've learned to see her more as a peer. And in this working relationship, I sometimes feel like I'm her boss. But even as I take on this position of being the boss, I'm still treated like a daughter. Finding that personal work-life balance has been nearly impossible. I feel like I'm running myself into the ground because I chose to put a lot of my emotional and physical energy into nurturing the relationships with our employees. I don't know when to give in and just give it a rest. What do you do when you're pursuing something you so deeply care about, but it's also running you into the ground? Signed, Boss and Daughter. Well, boss and daughter, I think what you need is some advice from a therapist and mom. Here is some advice from my mom. Hello, boss and daughter. Thank you so much for your question. It's a very good question. In just a few words, you were able to convey to me the depth of your concern about the current situation with you and your mom in the business. I assure you that anybody in this situation would be stressed and probably distressed as well. So it's what we call a double bind. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. But I want to point out to you that you have done some things right. First of all, you've survived five years in this business. All the experts say the first couple years are the hardest, And by asking this question, you're acknowledging that you know there's a problem, and I think you're getting ready to make some very important decisions about the next step in building this business. You're at a turning point, but your path forward is kind of foggy. In my view, you have two main choices. One is do it without any help the way that it sounds like you and your mom have been doing it in the past. And the other choice, of course, is do it with help. So you ought to ask yourself, should we, me and mom, continue to struggle alone with these decisions and all this work? Or should we get some sort of external support and input? Family-owned businesses are have their own set of difficulties, pitfalls, whatever you want to call it, and they are distinctively different in the way that they function from other businesses, not in every way, but in some very important ways. So I'm saying you need people to guide you, to coach you, to support you, and ideally those people will offer you individualized services that are geared specifically to your business. You know me, I have a couple of resources to suggest. One of them is called the Women's Business Development Center. Of course, you'll see it in the references. The Women's Business Development Center aims to increase awareness of entrepreneurship as a viable means of economic self-sufficiency and to accelerate the growth rate of enterprises owned by women 
and other diverse business owners. The second resource is an organization called SCORE, S-C-O-R-E dot org. It offers free business advice. It's an excellent resource. Uh, It's described as the nation's largest network of volunteer expert business mentors with more than 10,000 volunteers in 300 chapters around the country. So when I was starting my private practice and trying to build it, I took the introductory course or workshop from SCORE. And once you take that, which is very minimal cost, but very, very helpful. It gives you an overview of all the services that they offer. And then I was able to get input from financial people, from legal people, and, you know, from marketing people. So it's many, many, many people who have run their own businesses and are now trying to help others who are doing the same thing. So it's a a lovely organization in that way and very useful. I found a really good article called Seven Rules of Conduct for Family Businesses. And it's in Inc, I-N-C dot com. Most of the article is not really relevant, I think, to your situation. But rule number six really struck me as very apropos for you. It reads, establish healthy boundaries between family and business. This especially applies to, listen to this word, copreneurs, and that is husband and wife teams. Running a business together with your spouse is a balancing act. Agree and adhere to some kind of system. For example, some couples refuse to drive to and from work together. Others won't talk about the business after 6 p.m. or at home, on weekends, or during family vacations. Try to get away from the business quite a bit. Turn off the cell phone, leave the laptop at home, and go to the island for 10 days. If you don't tend to the relationship outside of the business, you won't have a relationship. So it really speaks to the importance of making the boundaries when there is a family relationship with one or more of the people in the business with you. And uh, even though this talks about a couple, a husband and wife, let's say, it doesn't necessarily apply only to them. Mother-daughter business definitely needs this as a very key boundary to make. Otherwise, it could ruin the mother-daughter relationship, and it could even ruin the business relationship if it's not handled correctly. So as you may already know, there is one very good piece of news uh, about women-owned businesses, and that is that there is a lot of funding available. And of course, you know me, I'm going to say a few words about self-care and downtime. So in your question, you say it, sometimes though, I feel like I'm so deep in my atypical lifestyle, I don't know when to give in and just give it a rest. So your words, give it a rest, are truly words of wisdom. Take your own advice. 
give it a rest. So it really sounds like ultimately you will decide to continue to pursue this business venture, but for now you definitely need a rest and you need to routinely build in periods of rest, uh, R&R, rest and relaxation, whatever you want to call it. To sum it up, the only mistake you could make is to try to go this alone. And since we're not doing this alone, I would like to hear from you, Rebecca. That could only be the sound of one thing. It's time for Mother Daughter Pickleball. Before we get to the match, first a word from our sponsor, HelloFresh. Hello, Fresh. You sent me the ingredients to mix up a delish. I followed every step and ate up every dish. Nutritious, delicious, I'm not superstitious, but could it be the confidence I feel with each step? Is from your well-designed instruction cards in less than two parts of a mess. This week, I am all about the smoky stuffed mushrooms. As someone who's been a vegetarian since I was five, I can tell you it is hard to find good smoky flavors in the vegetarian palate. Smoky stuffed mushrooms? Yes, please. Also, wait till you hear what they're stuffed with. Tomato quinoa and cheesy breadcrumbs. If I had an acapella group in college, it would have been called Cheesy Breadcrumbs, but I didn't. I actually didn't sing at all in college. But maybe that's for the best. It's almost like not singing allowed me to stuff all the singing I had inside me into these jingles now, the way that deliciousness is stuffed into these smoky mushrooms. (sighs) We are the Cheesy Breadcrumbs that never were. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code PICKLEBALL30. Let's play Mother Daughter Pickleball. Mom, that was like the ultimate in pickleball tosses. Okay. Well, you just allowed me to like slide into home plate there if I'm allowed to mix my sporting metaphors. Well, I hope you don't rip your pants on the slide in. Well, I'm going to first make a little fun of ink, the article you referenced. Yeah, ink. Yeah. What did they call them? Copreneurs? Copreneurs, yeah. Mm -hmm. A couple. I just, I really hate. That kind of stuff. Sorry, I love portmanteaus. I do. I am such a lover of portmanteaus. I call my wedding band the Bortmanteaus. But I really hate entrepreneur that's right. Portmanteaus. You are allowed to. I, I had my own kind of little buzz with it, but not nearly as strong as yours. <laughs> um, what are you, in a bad mood or something? <laughs> this, this question hits home. This question hits home. There's like no way you can give advice on this question without giving this listener the mother perspective. Mom, you are someone who works with her daughter. How How can this listener understand what it's like for her mom without hearing from another mom. Yes. How could she? I mean, how, how has she dealt with life before we came into her life? <laughs> is that what you... <laughs> you called me on my naiveness. I think actually what I was getting at is that she needs to talk to her mom. There's so much of this that's going on in her head, but we don't actually know how her mom's experiencing this. What, is, what does her mom think about all this? Absolutely. And I... I thought about doing something on that, but I decided that it would be more important for her to realize that she needs 
outside input. And as soon as they get a hold of her, they will start to say, well, you know, the important thing is that you, your team building and your communication with your mom. And so I I figured I might as well just go ahead and give her a couple resources. And if she, if she's ready for, she might not be ready for input. I don't know. She is writing to an advice podcast. So I think that's like the number one sign that you're ready. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. I didn't really think that one through. This idea of working with your family, I know for many generations it has been the norm, but it's it's very unusual now. Yeah. So I wanted to get a perspective from someone who has worked with family on a big endeavor. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this, and I was listening to one of my favorite bands, the Pointer Sisters from Oakland, California. Mm -hmm. You may know them from how excited they are in the song, I'm So Excited, and maybe about like men with slow hands, like slow hand. Uh They have so many amazing songs. Literally, Brian and I were like dancing around the living room one Saturday morning, (laughs) and I was like, I wonder what the Pointer Sisters are up to. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Internet. (laughs) The Pointer Sisters are up to great things, specifically Ruth Pointer. She wrote a book called Still So Excited, and She's very inspiring. Not only did she start working with her sisters, but now she tours the world with her daughter and her granddaughter. Wow. That is amazing. So I wanted to get some advice for Boston Daughter, and then I also wanted to hear some of her amazing stories from both working with her sisters and working with her daughter and granddaughter. I am listening. Hi, my name is Ruth Pointer, and I'm one of the Pointer sisters, and... I love things in life that kind of surprise you, you know? I feel like the Pointer Sisters are a surprise. We never planned or sort of uh, bred ourselves, as these groups do nowadays, to become this thing that we are. We were just four little girls having fun and and doing music, and someone told us, you know, you could get paid for that. And we were like, oh, really? Okay. You know, and if you have a passion that you're good at— cooking Vietnamese food, oh my God, go for it, you know, but just know that you can have fun and be good to your audiences and your customers or whatever they might be, along with keeping it, you know, real and keeping it human. I would say to her, you know, don't take yourself so seriously. You know, I hope that she's able to have fun in this endeavor. I mean, business is business, true enough. And I try to draw the line between, um, you know, what is a professional decision and and a decision just to kind of um, kind of be lighthearted. You know, you can have a lot of fun sometimes be just being spontaneous. And that's what I would say to her. You know, everything doesn't have to be so cut and dry. Some things are just so artistic, they end up being miracles if you just let it be. Working with my family is is both a blessing and a little bit of a curse. And a lot of times, especially working with, with family, th- there can be a rub or a conflict into what the individual really, really wants to do in their career or who they really want to be as they live longer and... You know, things can get mis you know, miscommunicated and people can want to go in different directions, as my sisters and I have on on occasion. And it takes a lot of uh love and compassion and understanding and I guess maturity, because the older I get, the more I, I realize I just really don't want to fight with anybody. 
and that includes my family. My sisters and I used to disagree with, you know, who's going to lead a song and and whether we like the song or not. And in the early days, we shared a four-bedroom house. We shared one set of luggage, and we fought over whose clothing were going to be on the bottom. We tried to, you know, rotate it as to, you know, to take turns. There were four of us at the time. Me, Anita, Bonnie, and June. I mean, we were naive and we, we you know, we weren't experienced in, in traveling the world. And, and uh, you know, we were just kind of some little country girls from Oakland <laughs> trying to pretend like we were sophisticated. You know, the beginning was fun and crazy and we just didn't know any better. So those were the things we did. We were just flying by the seat of your pants, which I figured that the boss and her daughter were doing going into this Vietnamese food business. It's really exciting and you really get to know uh, the people that you're working with, even even if they're family. You know, you get to know their dislikes, you know where their buttons are, you don't want to go to a certain area that you know might irritate people. I know that's what I found out working with my sisters. You know, sometimes I just decided I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to get involved. I don't I don't want to get and join in the conflict. Even though I had an opinion, I just felt better not going there. As I hear people say so often, to to pick your battles. I mean, my baby sister, June, whom we love and miss so much, she was always the baby at home, on the road. She felt like she wasn't up to it. She just would say no. You know, that's how I ended up even singing for the first time with my sister's as a professional. They were doing backup for Sylvester in San Francisco at the Peppermint Tree, and it was New Year's Eve, and, and they needed that other harmony. And they called me and said, June's not feeling well. She doesn't want to do it. And can you just come and fill in for her? And I said, sure. And I made a cool 15 bucks that night singing back up for Sylvester. <laughs> but it's, you know, we just try to, I guess, compliment one another. But as as at the same time, try to be a little understanding about each other's differences It never even occurred to me that me, my sisters, me and my sisters had such a unique gift um, to be able to sing the way we did until I was trying to teach some of those things to my daughter and my granddaughter and they just couldn't get it. And I thought, I thought, man, you can't hear that. And they would be like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Nana, Mom, I can't, I don't hear what you're trying to tell me. (laughs) And it would be like maybe a harmony note that I wouldn't have even had to tell my sisters. They would have just did it. You know, that's because we were just so close in the bloodline and in the way we sang because we had been doing it for so long. Uh, it didn't come so natural for my daughter and my granddaughter. So that's been kind of the the the, the uh, challenge for me uh, to just be able to accept their limitations and uh, celebrate what they do have to offer, and they have a lot to offer. And it's all a learning process the way I see it. It's wonderful, it's challenging, and um, I don't know when I'll stop. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) We should... We should clone her. That sounds like the most perfect harmonies you could ever have is have three Ruth Pointers <laughs> on stage in Hamburg. 
Can't get enough of it. I know, right? Actually, I made a little top five list for Boss and Daughter. I guess kind of in David Letterman style, I thought it might be fun to do them backwards. Also, I hear that business people like lists. So here you go, Boss and Daughter. Here's the top five pieces of advice I hope you got from the stories of Ruth Pointer. Number five, accept your limitations. Unless you left a crucial detail out of your letter, you're only human. Number four, celebrate what everyone has to offer. I think Ruth lives that. In the way that she tells her stories, she lives that. Number three, obstacles that seem horrible can be opportunities. Some of the most amazing Pointer Sister songs happen because one Pointer Sister left the band and another one joined in. Think about that. Maybe, to make this metaphor more delicious and more applicable to you, maybe some of your best dishes will come out of the obstacles that you are struggling with now. Number two, see that your plan might need to change. What has worked for Ruth in the past is very different than what works for Ruth now. Maybe what got you through your first five years of business is going to be very different than what gets you through your next five years. And then number one, have a good attitude. That was really my main takeaway from talking to Ruth. I mean, I love Ruth's attitude. I think that kind of attitude is the best attitude to have going into these situations and working working with your family. It's always going to be complicated. Like, there's no way you're opting into something being more complicated. But you're also opting into something being that much more fulfilling, of living that much more of a unique and distinct life. That's a very precious thing. Yeah. So, boss and daughter, before we leave you, I hope that you have taken this episode to just savor the fact that it's so cool that you get to work with your mom. That in itself is a unique and special gift. And one that we understand completely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We should say we can relate. We relate to that one. If you have gone through this whole episode being like, who are the Pointer Sisters and why should I care? I'm not going to shame you. I will leave time for you to shame yourself. I have made you a playlist. You will find it in our show notes. And if you want to utilize this to its fullest, I will pass along a rock star pro tip from my old bandmate Jess. When she's not touring the world with her band playing drums amazingly, she might be home cleaning her house to the sweet jams of the Pointer Sisters. So maybe you put on this playlist, learn about the history you've missed, and clean that house. Or if you're me, just dance around the house. If you thought that advice was great, why don't you give some friends advice to listen to advice from mom? A friend in need of Ruth Pointer stories is a friend indeed. So don't forget to tell all your friends about advice from mom. You'll be the coolest person telling them about mom-oriented content this century. I promise you. Special thank you to Will Lee for making this interview happen and my dream come true. Advice for Mom is a production of Wise Ones Advice Services. It's produced by Juliet Heinley and me, Rebecca Garza-Bortman. Editing by Juliet Heinley and Samantha Land. Mixing and mastering by Jake Young. Publicity by Anna Bader. Ruth's interview recorded by Isis Madrid. Audio assistance by Brian Garza. The song underneath our question is Rebel in Motion by Scissors for Lefty. And our theme music is by my band, Love Jerks playing at Bottom of the Hill on April 6th, and you can still get tickets. Hi, sweetie. Uh, your mom just uh, gave you a butt call. I'm sorry. No worry. No worry. Everything's fine. 
just gonna make supper right now. Sorry. Thanks. Bye.